I'm Dan. And it's After Work. Where we talk about the things we do after work. Yeah, not that boring stuff in the middle of the day. Like, Dan, you know, uh, you, you've heard of rats, right? You've heard of them? I mean, I have heard of them, yeah. The the mammal that lives on the streets, uh-huh, uh-huh. The hardcore streets, sometimes caught in New York stealing pizza. It's a hard-knock life for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, started this sweet business. It's kind of like a... It's kind of like a pest control business, but, uh, you know, I don't kill the animals. It's one of those, like, non-kill pest controls, but I save them all, and I tame them, and I sell them back to people as pets. It's a doubler. Okay. I get paid to take them away, and then later on down the road, perhaps even that same house buys that rat from me for their child. After mm. I tr- after I put them through like a basic rigorous training, rigorous so. training to get the evil evilness out of them, the so ratness. The price difference between a German Shepherd and a trained German Shepherd, you know, like a nice German Shepherd, run you fifteen hundred, twenty five hundred dollars. A trained German Shepherd is like twenty five to fifty thousand dollars. Okay, now do that on a much much smaller scale. So what is a uh, a rat is what five bucks we'll call it mm-hmm. ten five to ten dollars mm-hmm. for just a regular old rat regular old rat trained rat we gotta multiply that up by ten to twenty i mean we're talking we're talking 75 bucks per 10, rat and i mean 100 yeah 50 to i don't even 200 dollars 200 dollars for the best ones i also pick out the ones with the cool colors but you know it's turned into a pretty hefty business well then you can't talk about it Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, that's from my Darwin podcast. Hey, Dan, how are you? I'm great. What about yourself? Well, Dan, I had some uh, sad news come to me. Sad news, but it's being worked out. Better not have anything to do with rats, or I'm going to kick you under the table. You can't. You can't reach me from there. They don't know that. Okay. Uh, it is not rats. I loaned my Makita chainsaw to my father-in-law, Kurt. Okay. He used it. He loved it. He uh, said it was great. But he left uh, two of the batteries in the back of his Volkswagen van. And uh, he was leaving that van. It was a hot day, and he wanted to, air, he was airing it out in the middle of the day. Okay. And I uh, forgot to close one of the back windows. Hmm. Somebody got in there, rifled through his van, stole a whole bunch of all his goodies. Including two Makita 18-volt, 5-amp-hour lithium batteries. But not a chainsaw? But not a chainsaw. The chainsaw was in the house. Oh, okay. Ooh, Luckily, with the other two batteries. With the other two batteries attached. But uh, he's going to make it right. And he called me, or he called my wife and told her the news and said, Hey, I'm going to buy you some batteries. What do you need? What were they? I'm look- he was looking online to see the size. Mm-hmm. Five amp hour batteries, they're like a hundred dollars a piece. Yeah. But you and I, we always find the deals right. Where it's like get a tool and two batteries four. for two hundred dollars. Because you got that chainsaw. My chainsaw was with four batteries. I think it was three sixty nine and it came with four batteries. Which so. is already less than the price of buying four batteries. Yeah. So I was like, Oh sweet, I needed batteries. And a charger. And and it comes it came with a double charger yeah. and I was like this is perfect because I needed batteries in this big charger anyways, but sad news, but he's getting me 
he's going to pull the trigger. And well, sad for him, but not Sad you. for him. And I'm sure he learned his lesson about keeping that van. It's the world we live in, man. People are just walking down the street. He needs to put some bars on the window. That's all. Bars on the window of a car. <laughs> that's his house, People man. People just walk down the street all day. Just, I mean, all night long. I know. Ne'er-do-wells. Especially here in the city. I watched a YouTube clip and it was like a dude in a parking lot. Apparently they do these in parking lots too. It's not just on, under the cover night. Right. And like the person was inside the car and they videoed a dude walking around the car that they're in checking to see if it was open. Wow. Like not even looking in the car. It's a crazy world we live in, man. Got to get that. Can I get that change or, or something from your glove box? I don't know. They take all your personal information out of the glove box and start a line of credit, rack up a bunch of bills in your name. I don't even think they go that far. No, they just take whatever they can grab. Well, that one time they did it to my car, and I discovered that I had a six-disc CD changer underneath the seat. <laughs> was awesome. But that's only... That's the only perk, and I feel like that's the only time that there's been a perk of someone perusing your car for a half hour. It must have been sitting in there. Every single thing was open. The seats were pushed all the way forward. Mm. All my papers were out. My, bu- my, my, my business papers, you know, for my rap business. Hey. Oh, sorry. But uh, luckily, uh, that was it. It's good. I'm getting those batteries back, and it'll be perfectly fine. How are you doing, Dan? I'm great. So I've been all week long. All week long, I've just been like, I want to know. I want to know. What you're thinking? Tell me what's on your mind. What do you want to know? I want to know what happened with Andy. What was the surprise? It's email time. This is where you can get your questions answered. All you have to do is send an email in to afterworkpod at gmail.com. And we'll read your email. You can tell us all the cool stuff that you want to do, did do, ask us questions, whatever it may be. After work. Also, we're trying to come up with cool names for our listeners. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dan, what were you thinking? I know we brought this up last week and I shot it down. Yeah. But for example, some after workies. Afterburners. Afterburners. Afterburners is like um, what goes on in a rocket to get you up in the outer space. I shot that one down. You did, like, yeah. Burner, you exploded people, my rocket midair. People don't like being called burners. But if you have an idea of what uh, our listeners, after work workers, after uh, hammocks, hammocks. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, mm-hmm. we got any emails from some of those hammocks? Oh, hey. We got a hammock right in right now. Okay. Afterworkpod at gmail.com. This is from Andy. Hey, Andy. Hey, howdy, hi, diddly ho. Hey. Gentlemen, the family picnic was a lot of fun. Griffin, nephew, 10, and I flew the drone around a bunch. It was a slight mistake to hand the controller to my drunk uncle. Drunkle? Drunkle. He immediately flew it over the group of people at the fire pit <laughs> and it about at about head height and surprised the living crap out of them. Never trust a drunkle. The Christmas card idea was great. I just heard the idea five days too late to execute it. Uh, so, here's the secret. 
What, what was the secret? The secret. The thing that you hadn't done since before you had children. Uh, the secret date night was mini golf and ice cream. Oh, cool. Also, a lot of fun. I hope you guys both have a great weekend. When do your children go back to school? I think my children go back to school uh, September 1st. Yeah. They go back, then it's like two days, and then there's a three-day weekend or something. Or maybe it's three days of school, then a three-day weekend for Labor Day? For a holiday. Memorial yep. Day? I always get those flipped. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like know. I'm going to go to my grave not knowing which one's which. But somebody's going to go to your grave on one of those days. Okay. See what I'm saying? I'll allow it. You're going to your grave not knowing. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and I think my kid goes back after the holiday, not like yours. But P.S. Dan, that's me. I owe you an apology. I'm sorry I called your name tag Ogre Smelly. I swear I thought Brooks had painted stink lines on it. That's all right, Andy. No worries. I was only feigning that I was upset. Not really upset. There were no stink lines on that ogre I I made you. I do so much, th- so many things. You know, it's awesome. And my ADHD, my self-diagnosed ADHD, that once it goes out into the world, it's forgotten. Well, also... And- I forgot what that thing even looked like. Art is in the eye of the beholder, so if he saw stink lines, then there were stink lines. They must have been. We're talking about the name tag from Bob Fest. Yes. Two months ago. Second email. The chicken. Two emails. Second email. The chicken. Andy. Gentlemen. I meant to say in the last email, if you're not familiar with Cornell recipe chicken, you really need to try it. So I uh, opened up this link. And uh, it is a link to What's Cooking America, Cornell Chicken Barbecue Sauce History and Recipe. And uh, I may take a look. It seems pretty easy. Prep time 10 minutes, cook time 25. I always triple the prep time because it always takes me way longer than what they say. It's because you're messing around. They're like, this is the prep time if you've already prepped all the ingredients and laid them out in front of you. Mm-hmm. If you've already sliced it up to look, the right and measured everything. That's the prep time. That's how long it takes after you've done the prep, <laughs> before you put it in the oven. Anyway, uh, sounds interesting. I will uh, give it a shot. Give it a shot and get back to us. Maybe. Is it for a whole chicken or is it for a chicken breast? Egg, vegetable, cider, Uh Poultry pieces, half chicken, whole chicken, whole chicken legs, chicken thighs, whatever. Apparently, you can do it with whatever you want. Can you smoke it? Have you been smoking anything, Dan? I haven't been smoking anything lately. I did uh, barbecue on the grill some steaks. You don't have the Traeger smoker. You got a different one, Green right? Mountain. Got that. A friend of mine just bought a new Traeger from Costco. Okay. It's got Ooh. the sweet Costco deal. Yeah. They look more barbecue-like now. Mm-hmm. Like less of a oil barrel. Yeah, mine looks like a barbecue. And, uh, and... I gotta hand it to the folks over at Traeger because the box that it came in, the box that it came in looked like a little clubhouse with even doors, like perforated cut doors and windows. Mm -hmm. So he lifted the box off, like it lifts up from the bottom. I think there's straps on it. And then he set that down in his yard and he has two kids 
and these two kids played in that little clubhouse with the door and the window and their whatever for an hour. Those are big boxes. Yeah. yeah while he was putting the barbecue together. Nice. So they, it was the perfect amount of time to keep your kids busy while you're putting together your Traeger. Sweet. Uh, this podcast is not sponsored by Traeger. Before I was so rudely interrupted, thanks, Andy, for the emails. Excellent. Appreciate it. Well, Dan, why have you brought me here today? Oh, well, we, obviously it's after work and this is what we do. Mm-hmm. We this is This is our thing. But I have been... Uh, commissioned, not really commissioned. I said I would, uh, I would set up my speakers at a wedding. This is a potential future side hustle. You've gathered all yeah. the gear. We've talked about your PA and carry love of karaoke. Right, right. And now that you have the stuff, you offered up your services to a friend to DJ the, the dance part of their wedding. Correct. Yeah, just the reception. And uh, not not the ceremony. And so it's been spiraling for me. I've been worried about doing this and doing that. And I ended up pulling the trigger on a DJ controller. So like with the two little fake uh, scratchers. Up. Oh. No scratchers. Like, scratchers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, got, they, they, get, they look like the size of maybe a small CD. Yeah. You know, like... Y- Old DJs would have like two records. Uh huh. That they were dropping the new one on and. Right. So you play drums. one and then you have two. So that way you can fade out the sound of the one while you fade. Anyway, so this is all digital now. And apparently you can do all that stuff digitally. And the whole purpose of it is just so that there's no dead space in between your songs. For, for the most part, you're just trying to, you know, mix one song into the next song so it sounds good. Um, yeah, so it arrived at my house today. today. As I haven't, speak. I haven't touched it. I've been messing around with the software that you use to use it. Like you can kind of do some of the things with the software. Like I can drag. So you use your computer mm-hmm. with this, the controller. And then you, the, the, they call them jog wheels. The, the little scratchers, if you will. Mm-hmm. You can scratch with them also. You're like, wicka, wicka, wicka. Well, you can you do better it. get good at that, man. I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm okay, to work on it. I'm going to work on it. But, uh, and, then, and then there's like little effects buttons down below. So you can program in different effects. Like like you could have a... DJ, DJ. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to... Th- this first time, I'm just going to try and run the songs together so it sounds nice. I'm not trying to do anything fancy because I obviously don't have enough time to, you know, work on how to do it. But I, uh, I'm i kind of excited just playing around with that program. It seems kind of fun. You have, what is it, Tuesday today? It's Tuesday. The Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You got four days. Four nights. Four after work. Nights. After work. To nights. practice. Yeah. Is there any way you can get 10,000 hours in? No, it's literally no. And then four mm-hmm. nights? Okay. Mm-hmm. I believe... Uh, Most you could get is probably like eight hours. There's a spell that you, you can stayed up cast late. in D&D that makes a pocket dimension that then you could just live in for a while and do things in there, but that's not real, so... Ah, oh, dang it. No. You're getting my hopes up there for a second. Mm-hmm. 
So you told your whole family. You said, first of all, don't complain about the noise. I'm going to be, I'm working upstairs. I have been a little bit testy. You know, I've been a grumpy man for the past few days, just thinking about what I need to do, trying to get all the songs in line, find good versions of them, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, I've been stressing out because I, you know me, I am a bit of a perfectionist. Mm Mm-hmm. And I try hard and I don't want to, I don't want to fail. And by fail, I mean, I don't want to look like I mess up at all in any way. If there's a dead spot. I will have failed. You will have failed. Yeah. If there's one beat of no music. Yeah. Failure. That's right. You're not going to, which, okay. You got to have that song, the bathroom song. Oh, that you the know. one with the the ten minute guitar solo. The one with the yeah ten minute guitar solo that you can play when you got to go. Have that one in your queue, just in case, or just don't drink any liquids. I won't. I'm not drinking anything all day ever. Mm-hmm. Never again for the next week. Don't I'm just getting ready. <laughs> Prepare yourself, even though it's going to be 107 <laughs> I tomorrow. Know. It's going to be 107 degrees. But I got to practice, and I probably, in order to do it with the space and to not annoy everybody in the house, I either have to do it in the garage or upstairs. It's a, yeah, they have garage bands. Mm-hmm. Garage band is a thing. Garage DJ. Yeah. Where it's just you out there DJing out in the garage. Bow, 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 bow. Couldn't you just have, wicka, he- wicka, wicka. Couldn't you just have headphones plugged in you use okay so here's the way it works you're playing one song like to not annoy your family you're just listening to music while and you're playing with headphones you're playing one song for everybody to hear and the other song you're getting ready you're listening to that on your headphones i messed around with real turntables back in high school okay my my brother had a set when you I, say turntable, you mean a record actual player? record mm-hmm. records for okay. scratching and mixing and oh doing that stuff. Okay, I wouldn't scratch the records that had of any value. You know, does it ruin them? When you're scratching real records, it it does ruin them. Okay, so I didn't do that too much, but I thought I remember, like, you could have it on this mixing board that my brother had where one of the records would come like in your right headphone and it would the other one would be in your left and you'll see a lot of people with one thing lifted up while they're trying to or it could be completely wrong. Uh, I just wrong. assume they have it lifted up so they can hear what's going on around them. Yeah, I guess so. But Usually it, you have like a, a lot of DJs, not every DJ. I'm doing oh. it right now. I'm fl- I flipped one around. A lot of DJs will have a monitor set up facing them. So they'll have a third PA speaker um, pointed at them so mm-hmm. that they can hear what's pointed at the audience better. But I don't have that. So, so you're going to learn all about all these things over I've the been next four days. watching a myriad of YouTube videos about how to and what to and... Too much information. And when we're done here, you're going to run out the door, slide across the hood of your car. That's right. Hop in and just peel out to home to open up that gear. Yeah. How do you, uh, do you have a folding table you're going to set up? Is all the gear, uh, is it mount some way? 
I think I'm going to have to get a better... I have a really ugly folding table, and I don't want to take that. So What if you had, like, a sheet or something? Yeah, yeah. Or a printout picture of you. So, check this out. They okay. sell, which I didn't buy, because, you know, it spirals. If you mm-hmm. just start buying things, it, you buy everything. They sell these things that go on tables, and they're, like, a stretchy fabric. So, you can buy a black one or a white one or whatever color you want it to be, and it it basically just goes around the feet of the folding table and around the top and it just makes a facade so you can't see through it. Cool. Uh, so you don't have to wear pants back behind there? Exactly. Yes. Nice. I am going to be wearing shorts anyway, so but I don't have one of those and I got to find out if I'm going to have a table from the venue or if I need to bring my own table. All right. But I got some uh some other cables, I got a bigger extension cord that isn't yellow. I had big extension cords, but they're all yellow. And I was like, well, I'll just get a black one. And then I got some gaffer's tape in case I need to run that where people might walk on it, you know? The gaffer's tape is the tape they use in tape, productions, TV shows? To tape stuff down, and it doesn't leave a residue when you pull it up, I guess. Hopefully. Marking your, mark your spots? Or put on, an X on the ground, yeah. You know? Uh, I'll put an X up there where I put my... I don't know if I need to take a microphone stand. I have wireless microphones that I can set up. I have this rusty microphone stand behind me. Do you want to bring that? I have my own microphone stand. Okay. Uh, I also bought a tabletop microphone stand. So it's just like a little, I don't know, like 12-inch high microphone stand. Mm -hmm. So I figure as I'm sitting at this table, I can have my own microphone, and then I can just have it right there so I don't have to... Just have a microphone laying on the table. Is part of your gig like calling out like, okay, uh, we got the open bar over here. It's going to be open from for the next 45 minutes. I think and before I'm... the food. Okay, everybody work their way down to the tables. We got, uh, it's, it's time for eating. I may end up introducing something or yeah, doing that kind of stuff. So I got to find this stuff out. That's the problem. This is one of those, uh. There's not like a proper wedding coordinator. Somebody's just doing it. Okay. So it's a little bit, feels like a little fly by the seat of your pants. My, my wife is in charge of decorating all the tables. How many how many people are going to be at this wedding? 50-ish. Okay. That's so not, it's small. 10 tables? Yeah. Seven tables? Or whatever it is. I don't know. And uh, yeah, so it'll be, it'll be fun. I'm pretty excited about playing with that new piece of gear. And, yeah, I don't know. That's about that. Also, uh, what are you going to wear? I'm thinking Hawaiian? a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> Hawaiian shirt? All right. Hawaiian it's shirt. On, it's, a, it's a beach wedding. Okay. And then the reception is in a building. Pro- hopefully air conditioned. Hopefully. I mean, yeah. Well, I it is the beach. It's the like. Oregon coast, so it won't be as, as warm as it is here. Well, uh... Next thing you got to invest in is a full metallic suit. Like, you know, one of those full-on shiny silver suits. And on the back, I'll paint DJ Magic Dan on, on it. So I buy with a, a picture silver of track as an suit. ogre. I buy a silver tracksuit, and you will paint it. Without stink lines. I will not put stink lines. Ogre and you- ogre doing some turning some turntables will be your logo on your business card oh okay okay 
Ogre boy. Ogre boy. Ogre man now. You've grown a lot. Just an ogre. Just a regular old ogre. Ogre Dan. Ogre Dan. Ogre Dan. DJ Ogre Dan. No. On the magic Dan. Ogre Dan seems like... Yeah, it doesn't. Some old person medication. Mm, It does. If you were interested in Ogre Dan, consult your physician. Yeah, I mean, it's the cure for all your ills. Mm -hmm. You sign up for Ogre Dan... I, I, the doctor recommends three-hour sessions. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Dan, we are going to do a little thing here. And hopefully I don't forget to add some sound effects like I did last week. Some of you guys up behind the scenes, I failed all of our listeners. Yeah. We, we do our best. <laughs> we do our best to impersonate an echo. But I go back in, and I add the echo in. If you thought we were doing this echo through all these episodes, you were wrong. Yeah. But we do our best. I apologize for last week's non-echo. I believe that all of our listeners are much smarter than that. What? I don't even know why you suggested that. What? I thought they thought we were really good at echoing. Mm-hmm. And no, it's time. Oh, what? What's that, Dan? No, yeah. Nothing. Yeah. No. What? Now it's time for a little thing we like to call Around House, 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 house. Caca, caca, caca. Caca. What's happening, Dan? I've been doing much around the house. I've been getting all that stuff ready, so I didn't do any projects. Well, I had a big project. It is my buddy's, my buddy John. Every year for the past five years, I've it just hit me, or maybe I've just remembered. It's always been around his birthday. He mm. has a week a weekend work party at his house. The first year, we tore. No, first year we put in a French door in his kitchen the second year we tore out a wall so opened up his kitchen living room area Mm -hmm. the third year we uh we put in a deck fourth year we did flooring and yesterday or this past weekend we did a fence a chain link fence in 100 feet of chain link fence here's his backyard and side yard wow we're gonna do 200 feet but he couldn't get a hold of the other neighbor to let him know so that'll be the one long side the 100 foot length of his house is gonna have to wait for another time okay but yeah it was it was pretty awesome i discovered the worst backyard in all of greater portland metropolitan area Mm -hmm. and it is next to my friend John's house. Ooh. They uh they really got a real dump back there. It reminded me of the sandlot. Like an actual dump? They they just dump stuff back there? Like they, maybe they sell there was trash. access to their... There was trash. It was a shed that was falling over. The The first day was clear, ripping down the old fence. So we rip it down and discover the neighbor's yard. I well, was here's, like... Here's the thing, though. Then you just toss it over there. <laughs> 
<laughs> no one noticed. There was some things that I was just like, I'm going to throw this log onto that pile of logs with, yeah. with weeds growing all. It's like mm-hmm. we, we dug this giant stump like out of the ground, mm-hmm. which was a big pain. And I was like, why don't we just roll this, you know, over into his yard? Perfect. But my friend John is a better human than I. And he was well, like, yeah. no, I'll get rid of it. You didn't have to say that part. And uh, and I got to use, I borrowed my dad's uh, hole, post hole digger, like okay. gas powered, what is it? like Auger. A, auger. That's what they're called. And this ground is so rocky, like any, like tons of like the ones, I don't know, three inch rocks. Yeah. There must have been like a river or something around there up to like 10 inch, just big old rocks in wow. his backyard. So I'm digging with this auger and I'm holding on to that thing for dear life. Right. Just like it's, it's wanting to kick all over the place. I'm like squatted down. I got my legs, my hands pressed up against my legs and I'm just like holding on to this thing. And at one point it hit a rock and busted loose nope. and then it just started spinning in place and I had to doesn't have the thing where you let go and then it stops that still has some momentum going okay. it was just like and I had to kind of stop it with my foot you, you jumped in the air and you started spinning around no, no help I'm gonna let go <laughs> but I yeah I could easily broken my body oh yeah I mean yeah my hands were very sore I think I'm getting Old? Is yeah, that what it's, it's called? That's what it's called. Where, like, when you hold really tight onto something for two hours, all of a sudden, like, you realize there's muscles in your hands that hurt over time. Yeah. So the first day we got all that done, got the posts, got the fence cleared out and the post holes, the posts put up. And then the next day came back, put up that chain link fence. And it was our first time, but I think it went pretty well. Nice. And it he's got the stuff that slides in, like the chain link, and it slides in like little plastic bits so he won't be looking in to his neighbor's yard pretty soon. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the way to go. It's uh, like... Okay, so you get the benefit of chain link being like last forever. It lasts forever. And then also the benefit of a wood fence where you don't have to look through it. Yeah. So you never see, that's the, like, yeah, wooden fences are more expensive. Are they? They rot away. Hmm. I think they're more expensive. Wood is pretty expensive right now. Well, yeah. I mean, wood wood fences aren't cheap, and they don't last but, like... 15 years? 10? Our backyard fence is going to be needed to be replaced pretty soon. Yeah. And we've been here for 12 years. Like, I'm, all the posts are rotted out, Well, that, and it's starting yes. to fall. Your fence needs to be replaced already. Yeah. It lasted 10 years, I, and it's been 12. Yeah. I put up some metal posts to keep it from falling over. So, what you can do... I just bought myself three more years. I redid a fence a while back, and there were metal posts like you would use for chain link, mm-hmm. and we just screwed right into them the metal brackets mm-hmm. that you put the two by fours in 
I think you can get the yeah. There's some sort of bracket that wraps around those. So you I mean, wanna... you could just do that as well, but we actually just screwed straight into the post. We'll have to figure that out. It's a the side that's falling down is the apartment building side that I share with the apartment building, mm-hmm. and the other side, my backyard is perfectly fine still. So maybe this apartment building will be like, okay, it's time to put in a new fence, whatever we've budgeted for this, and then they won't ask for any money from me. Sure. Or I just rip down the fence and I use all the same fence boards because the boards are still fine. Yeah. And then I just do it myself and it looks pretty janky. But I don't know. Or I just do chain link with cool slats yeah you get to like spray paint them that's what I, was, I offered my services to my friend john of spray painting a forest scene so this is what on you the do. inside and you he said, lay no. them you lay them out on the ground so you don't put the slats in you lay them out on the ground and then you spray paint your thing there and then you put them in that way you're not painting on the fence the mm, chain link okay it huh. might look better or worse i'm not sure Hmm. I'll do it in the night at nighttime. I'll practice. I was driving past. Uh, I drive past this same building every day. Yep. And I've noticed that graffitiers, graffitists, yeah, templaters, if you will, templaters. There's this awesome. Some of them are awesome, and on the side of this particular building, it's a Tyrannosaurus Rex skull. That's like 10 feet tall, and they've been doing it at night, I assume. Oh, like working on it continually? Like working on it. Like part of, like one day, just the outline of it was up, and then the next day, like the teeth and part of the and part of the head. I think it's probably one of those things like the fuzz comes around, and you got to drop what you're doing and, and run off. Run. And then, like, okay, I'll come back tomorrow, finish up the rest of this T-Rex head. Well, there's, I, there's, I, yeah, I got to see it in process over a couple days. It's a pretty fine line between graffiti and a mural. This is pretty much a mural. Yeah. I was listening to an interview of a guy talking about it, and he basically said, if you want to do murals, the only way you can get started in making murals is by just doing it illegally. Mm-hmm. You can't. No one will let you. If you don't have tons and tons of experience, and the only way you get that experience is just by not asking. Just do it. And, I mean, yeah, I would pay a, the dude that did that to do one of those at my house mm-hmm. in, like, my You'll basement You'll never wall. find him. But what do you do? Like, you... put up a post-it note on the wall that's halfway done and be like, call this number. It's okay. a honeypot. But then, yeah, they're not going to be like, this is just the cops trying to trick me. Hmm. I got to figure it's this hard. out. Just look on Instagram. He'll find his. I oh. mean, he's advertising on Instagram. Okay. okay. As long as it's on Instagram. Uh, well, Dan, you got anything else for us? No. It's weird having the emails up front. I'm used to go. Used where to they belong. To, yeah, it's where they belong. It's where everybody was wanted them this whole yeah. time. I mean, clearly. Well, Dan, have fun. DJ, DJ Jazzy Dan, DJ Magic Dan, DJ Ogre, Ogre Dan, figure it out. Yep. Try it. Every hour. 
announce myself as announce a yourself name. as a different name and see how many cheers you get okay get your decimal decibel reader out there for the crowd a decibelometer decibelometer okay. i think my watch will even do it oh magic yeah well uh have fun and we'll see you all next time after work 